Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast, where we talk media mostly. mostly. I'm your host, Cole Giroux, and today, if you're watching on YouTube, you might notice a little difference, and that difference is there's no Janie here. Who are you? I am Morgan Suver. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've been on before. Uh, I'm a oh, returning guest. Yes, 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 you are. Lizzie? Mm, no, Lizzie. Hi, girl. Lizzie. <laughs> okay, with that out of the way. Today we have a topic that um, I just kind of threw at you. This was a last minute decision. Oh, but Janie's working. That's why she isn't here with Rest us today. RIP, we'll miss you. Honestly, no, earlier, before I went to the library, we got in a little, a little tiff. Oh. <laughs> because we were going to try to, we were trying to film this, but she's busy. And I was like, come on. And she's like, go to the library and print this for me. Maybe I can. And before I left, she said, if you don't do this, or if, if I don't do this now and I die in a car crash tonight and you have to finish this video for me. And I left. I was like, I'm out. I can't deal with this right now. She really she, she really said that. She she really did say, if I <laughs> die, Marie. I'm gone. So, yeah. Well, I'll be with her. So hopefully. Um, uh, <laughs> Please watch out for her. Hopefully we are, we're not dying tonight. <laughs> Please. Okay. So we threw this topic at you, Morgan, because, again, last minute decision for of you course. to be here. But we are talking about adult animation, mm-hmm. which by itself kind of sounds weird just saying adult animation. Yeah, I read the text and I was like, oh. <laughs> we're talking about porn. What kind of sites are we on right now? Are we like hentai? Like, what Ooh. are we doing here? No, it's adult animation television. So like, or I guess it's also called adult oriented animation, which also again doesn't sound. Yeah. None of this sounds good. It's, it's um cartoons for adults. Yes. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> Got there. Kind of. Okay, so you you know these shows. I do. You dabble. Yes. I, I have seen, I probably watched almost all of them on TikTok. Mm, yes. No. I, I love watching a good TV show in 10 parts. Yes, as mm-hmm. do I. Yeah. So we're just kind of get going to get into this. If you're a reoccurring listener, you know I get all my information from Wikipedia. Period. I do not do great research for uh-uh. these But I I try a little, so I go Wikipedia. So here we have a little preface of what adult animation is. Wikipedia cites that adult animation is a type of animated motion work that is catered specifically towards adult interests and is mainly targeted and marketed towards adults and adolescents as opposed to children's, children's, children of all ages, (laughs) (laughs) of all age audiences. Uh, Works in this medium could be considered adult for many reasons. The reasons could be uh, nudity, explicit or suge- suggestive sexual content, graphic violence, profanity, dark comedy, or other thematic elements inappropriate for children and or younger viewers. I can't talk. <laughs> mm, so, you probably know these shows, you the viewer. It's like uh, The Simpsons is probably one of the more tame, yeah, tame versions sure. of it. But also, you, you can get to the other end where there's like Big Mouth mm. and... Um, uh, 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 Q Force. Uh, that's a bit of a more obscure one. And but unknown because yeah. it was canceled. Canceled after that first season. Yeah. Which I was sad about. Oh. Okay. Oh. So we're gonna kind of just get into this because I have fifteen different shows to touch on. Not all of them I have like the most content for, but we'll just get into this and see how long it takes. <laughs> so first of which I have The Simpsons, which is kind of like is the oldest and. It, it honestly, like, 
created the genre of adult animation kind of because it what was it 1980s when it came out probably so it's like the first of its time okay so wikipedia says i would just have a like brief synopsis of all these so so people get a kind of touch of what, what we're going okay so we have the main characters are the simpsons family who live in a fictional middle america town of springfield which has never been pinpointed where it's supposed to be because it's supposed to be like it's anywhere but also springfield illinois mm-hmm. that, I, that's what i've always thought of, Home that of mr abraham lincoln yes yes <laughs> okay <laughs> we have homer the father who works at a safety in, as a safety safety inspector at the springfield nuclear power plant a position at odds with his careless buffoonish personality mm. he's married to marge i love marge, marge. she's my girl uh, a stereotypical american housewife and mother they have three children the first of which is bart a 10 year old troublemaker and prankster lisa a precocious eight-year-old activist and Maggie, the baby of the family, who rarely speaks, but communicates by sucking on a pacifier. And, and she slays. She does. I can't do a sucking noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, although the family is dysfunctional, many episodes examine their relationships and bonds with each other. And they are often shown to care about one another. Yes. Do you have any personal experiences with The Simpsons? I The only Simpsons episode that I think I have watched from beginning to end is the one where Bart and um, Lisa mm-hmm. go to hell. Oh. Um, and uh, Bart is caught in the hallway without a hall pass and they rip his skin off. Slay. And that's all I know. <laughs> I would I would imagine that's a treehouse of horror episode because they have the like yes. Halloween episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm personally I've every like five years I go through this phase where I'm like I'm gonna watch every season of The Simpsons because there's like what thirty four currently, lots. and so I always get to like season two, season three, and I like dip out. Oh. I'm currently halfway through season two. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So it'll be ending soon. Yeah. The yeah. Simpsons right. Yeah, because I was watching it like steadily for a week and now i just haven't uh, so i feel yeah. like that's a lot of the way with a lot of tv shows but. yeah like i'll get interested and it's like man i'm done i'm, I'm done yeah. that's how i am with glee season two <laughs> i need to start that still you need to start that season Morgan's yes i'm gonna do. go back to college soon uh i'll, I'll get there eventually <laughs> i'll get there okay and then i have a just a little touch at the end here it's since its debut oh in december 17th 1989 is when it first came out there have been 750 episodes of the show that have been broadcast, and it is the longest-running American animated series, the longest-running American sitcom, and the longest-running American scripted primetime television series. So that just kind of gives it the accolades of like how long and how monumental this show is to like animation and like adult animation shows. For sure. Yeah. Like, it, it's been there. She's been that girl for a while. Well, and my dad just turned 54. Mm-hmm. And man, loves the Simpsons. He, he loves, loves the Simpsons? He's been watching them since the beginning. So, if that gives you any insight to how old. And the Simpsons predictions. They're famous for it. Kind of scary. I just saw one the other day. I forgot what it was, though. They be predicting everything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was they predicted the uh, Colin Ballinger situation. <gasps> Have you been keeping up with that? Yes. I just watched, like, an hour-long, like deep dive about that yesterday i'm hooked oh i'm hooked mm-hmm. put the ukulele down Colin. yeah if you're we, watching put it down we used to be the Murfandas. oh we were 
in the trenches. In the tr- we were down under. We were. Mm-hmm. Call us Australians. We were down under. We we've changed our ways though. Yeah, we do not support pedophilia or mm. grooming. Very you heard true. it here first, folks. She she's not a groomer. The only thing she's ever groomed is her two Persian cats, though. So, and the children. And the children. Moving on. <laughs> okay, moving on. We're gonna go to Family Guy. I started here with like the probably most infamous like yes. animated shows, and then we're gonna kind of get into the more obscure ones and kind Ooh. of ones that I just I personally really enjoy. Okay, so we have Family Guy. The show centers around the adventures and activities of this the dysfunctional. Griffin family, consisting of the father Peter Griffin, a bumbling and clumsy yet well-intentioned blue-collared worker, Lois, a stay-at-home mother and piano teacher in early episodes, because they kind of just dropped that, uh, who is a member of the affluent Pewterschmidt family, Meg, their often bullied teenage daughter who is also constantly ridiculed or ignored by the family. So sorry for her. I, my heart goes out to Meg. Mm -hmm. Mila Kunis, you've been doing great. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris, their awkward teenage son, who is overweight, unintelligent, unathletic, and in many respects, a simply younger version of his father. These are are the words of Wikipedia. Wikipedia, (laughs) you need to calm down. You're bullying Chris out here. Who hacked the site and wrote that? You know. You know someone hacked the site and wrote that. Because I haven't read all this because I I just copied and pasted. Uh, Absolutely. Plagiarism. Plagiarism. I'm giving my... I'm giving references, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not think... I, they bashed Chris there, and I did not realize wow. that until this moment. Okay. okay. And then there's Stewie, their diabolical infant son of ambiguous sexual orientation, <laughs> who is an adult-mannered evil genius and uses stereotypical arch-villain phrases. Living with the family is their witty, smoking, martini-swilling, sarcastic, English-speaking, anapomorphic dog, Brian... Though he is still considered a pet in many ways. <laughs> wow. I, wow. I did not read. This is probably one of the paragraphs I didn't read before I came into this. And I was not expecting that. What? Oh. Um, Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. They went in on the Griffin family. Okay, but also the way you read The Simpsons and the way you read Family Guy, it's like, why is the dad a bubbling idiot and the mom is a stay-at-home mom? And some have diabolical children. <laughs> the two sons are diabolical. So I, I think it's Maggie's just it, it's just like the image of a, a typical American family. Just like the, the working dad, the stay-at-home mom, and then just like their evil children. Poor Meg, though. <laughs> Poor Meg. Let's circle back to Meg. She just wanted to live her life happy with mm-hmm. Quagmire. <laughs> and... Um, have you watched all of Family Guy? I haven't watched all of it, but I watched a fair amount. Me too. Like I, last semester, my last semester of college, my friends, my roommates wanted to watch an episode and we did. And from there I just kept watching. Like I just picked up in like season 15 and I've just been watching. Well, that's the thing about these shows is that there's real, it's not like a timeline. Yeah. You don't have to like start different. and go. And like with the thing with like the earlier episodes of these shows, cause they're so old, like these are. Family Guy was in the 90s. Simpsons right. were the 80s. Like, the first few episodes are, like, really slow because they couldn't find their pacing yet. And it's kind of hard to get through those first seasons until you get to, like, a good point where it's like, oh, I can consistently watch this. The thing about Family Guy that I find very funny is I watched an episode once where their dog, Brian, sleeps with this man's um, wife. And then he... <laughs> there that could be so many episodes. The man's... Uh, the man is a army veteran. So he has like PTSD. And so when he gets home, 
the wife is like, oh, I got this dog for you. And he's like, oh, good boy, good boy. Wait, why do you smell like dog? And it was just, it was funny. You had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> had to be there. Yes, I do remember that specific episode now. I believe I watched it on TikTok. Yes, as did I. Yes, as we did probably I. watched the same video. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. If you ever need any of these shows, just go to TikTok. Just go to TikTok and look for like a, it's like type in person playing a game and you'll probably find a Family Guy clip somewhere. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're everywhere. I, my favorite, I think, is the, the ball where you have to like roll it on a track. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. I like to watch the little art videos. Oh, where, they, like, where they'd be painted. Mm-hmm. Like, this is That's probably talent. a bit more react, react, relaxing. Yes. Yes. But then you throw a clip of Family Guy over that with a dog sleeping with a woman. And, and it's hilarious. That's a good one. It's great. It's great. Okay. We're going to move on to South Park now. Crazy one here. Oh. Have you dabbled with South Park at all? I, again, like I, I've seen a few. Mm-hmm. South Park has not been my favorite. I cannot stand their voices. Their voices are quite annoying, but that's kind of like the draw, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's so... Oh, I hate it and I love it. Okay. So South Park centers around four boys, Stan Marsh, Kyle Broflowski, Eric Cartman, and Kenny McCormick. The boys live in a fictional, fictional small town. <laughs> I'm trying to talk fast because there's a lot here. You're, yeah. Uh, the fictional town of South Park, located within the real-life South Park Basin in the Rocky Mountains of central Colorado, approximately one hour from Denver. I don't know why that was important to put oh, in there. Uh, the town is also home to an assortment of other characters, including students, family, elementary school staff, and other various residents. Stan is portrayed as the everyman of the group, described in official media as an average American fourth grader. Kyle is Jewish <laughs> and is portrayed as... Oh, wait. Is, and his portrayal of one of the few such people in South Park is often dealt with sar- uh, satirically. Cartman is amoral and increasingly psychopathic and is commonly portrayed as an antagonist. His staunch anti-Semitism has retur- resulted in a progressive rivalry, rivalry with Kyle. Kenny, who comes from a poor family, tightly wears his parka hood to the point where it obscures most of his face and muffles his speech during the first five seasons, Kenny died in almost every episode before reappearing in the next with no definite Aww. explanation. Poor guy. Poor Kenny. Poor Kenny. They finally showed his face after a while, and it was great. I, I don't know. I don't watch South Park. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. It, this is kind of similar to, like, the other two shows. Like, I started watching this. I can't get past... Um, Season one, episode seven, because the first few episodes, they, they take so long to get going. South Park for me is just, I have a cousin that lives in Colorado and he thinks South Park is just the funniest little thing he's ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eric Cartman, lots of, I feel like he's kind of the star. I feel like there's a lot yeah. of clips if you find on like certain platforms, it's Eric Cartman. Well, because they, the, they use him as like the chaotic element of the show. And that's what everybody lives for. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. I run with lots of gangs. <laughs> he doesn't. He's a small little white boy from Colorado. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. not running with the gangs. Fat people can be in gangs. I know, but like, it's Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his whole character. <laughs> If you're over 160, you're not allowed in the gang. <laughs> you're out. And that's what I've always said. <laughs> no gangs for you. <laughs> okay. The thing that um, South Park is kind of known for is like, it's it's 
quite political. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of political stuff, and it's very, like, on trend with the times. It's because the scripts for each season are not written beforehand and then produced. The show is written and produced while it's coming out. So, like, on Thursdays of, like, the week before, I think, they sit down, write the script, and, like, get it edited and, like, animated and everything. So, it can come out while these, like, hot topics are still hot. Period. Which I... It's, like, the draw of it. Because it's, like, so ingrained with culture that it's just... Like, people love that element of it. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like I like watching things just to see other people's portrayals of them. I'm not a super political person myself. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, what are the... What are the liberals thinking? What are the Republicans up to? I just got to know. And I keep seeing things about South Park that like they've made statements like in seasons before and they have like retracted them because like their ideas have changed. Just funny to see like they created the whole like man, bear, pig plot line Mm -hmm. because like Mm -hmm. they were against like this idea of global warming. And then they brought it back seasons later to be like, oh, we're wrong. It's real. It is real. It is real. You heard it here. First. That is a mostly media fact. We stand with global warming. <laughs> yes, we do. We stand against global warming. That's what I was looking for. We do not wish the world to be warmer. <laughs> Don't get me canceled, Cole. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We have a bit of a controversial one lately. We have <laughs> Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick. 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 Dad? <laughs> okay, so you might know the uh like the uh one of the creators of the show have has recently come into heat. Justin Roiland. Oh, you know about this? I don't. Um groomer, pedophile. Colleen? <laughs> I don't know if it's pedophile. I think he just sexually assaulted someone. I don't really know. It's something of that sort and um he got kicked. He got the boot from the Rick and Morty show. From the Rick and Morty show. And a different show. We'll get to oh. that later, though. <clears throat> okay, so, so you had no idea about I that. Didn't know. It was like a big because like he voices both Rick and Morty. So it's like, what are we gonna do? Uh, what are we cancel gonna... the show? Honestly, it Honestly. it's had its run. It has pickle Rick is no more. No more. Thankfully, thankfully, back in the day when this first was coming out, I was a diehard Rick and Morty. Because like you know, season three is when the pickle Rick thing happened. And it was like peak. That's when I was like, uh, I don't know if I could do this anymore. All the incels are getting too much of this, so yeah. it's time. It's time to head out. But kind recently, best, I've, I've kind of regained. I've watched all of it now, years later, and I'm like, okay, it, it's all right. It's it's, it's an mid. all right. Yeah, it's a it's mid show. Like it's it's good to put on just like dead brain, just sit there. And what you're watching Rick and Morty, you don't have to comprehend anything that's being. Mm-hmm said there's a few points in some of the seasons where it gets a little deep not crazy but it's like okay i can just like turn on for a second (laughs) you're turned on by pickle rick (laughs) we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going here anyway (laughs) the show revolves around the adventures of the members of the smith household which consists of parents jerry and beth their children summer and morty and beth's father rick sanchez we're going to put a pin in that. Oh, well, who lives with them as a guest? We're going to put a pin in that for a second. Um, you know Brittany Broski. Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> she, she's read Rick Sanchez fan fiction in the past. Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. I just had to bring that up Brittany, quickly. Brittany, if you're watching this. I hope. I wish. 
This is for you. This is for you, but what was, um, what was that? I, I'm i not going to judge you on your fanfic. I hit the uh, microphone with my face. On your fan fiction Choices, um, yeah. But I saw you in the Barbie premiere, and I'll have your children. Anyway. Yeah, you're really slay. Okay. <clears throat> According to Justin Roiland, creator, who is now not the creator. Oh. Um, I lost my place. The family lives outside of Seattle, Washington. Ooh. The adventures of Rick and Morty, however, take place across an infinite number of realities, with the characters traveling to other planets and dimensions through portals in Rick's flying saucer. Different versions of the characters inhabit other dimensions throughout the show's multiverse, and their personal characteristics can vary from one reality to another. The show's original Rick identifies himself as Rick Sanchez of dimension, of Earth Dimension C-137, which is kind of controversial, oh. uh, in reference to his original universe, but this does not apply to any other members of the Smith household. For instance, in the first season episode, Rick Potion Number 9... After turning the entire world population into monsters, Rick and Morty moved to a different dimension, leaving the original Summer, Beth, and Jerry behind. <gasps> yes. So it's very controversial. I hit the mic again. Um, which dimension e- like each episode takes place in? Because it could be literally any dimension because it's infinite. So people aren't sure if like we're still watching these same characters that were in like season one, episode one, that are in season five, episode like two. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it gets kind of complicated sometimes. Like, unless they specify in the episode, like, we are from Dimension C-137, you have no idea which one it is. I feel like they should start in the same dimension at the beginning of every episode and then travel elsewhere. That's what people thought it was going to be, but it's snowballed into something Well, it's like how Phineas and Ferb, mm-hmm. quick side sideball, Phineas and Ferb started at the house every day and built new inventions. That was the whole show. And oh, yes. Ate it up. Ate it up. Me too. So. Did you see it's getting renewed? I didn't. It's getting renewed, I think, for another season. But they're old now. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch the episode of When They're Adults? Um, Wasn't that the last episode? I think so. I think I, I was a bit old for it at that time, Hashtag but I believe I Finabella. still watched it. Finabella, and I'm always down for it. Mm-hmm, I watched that mm-hmm. episode like three days ago. Three days ago? Yeah, <laughs> Just I, that one episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maddie, my sister, made me watch it. She was the one who came on about spirit. She's a nerd. Anyway. Love you, Maddie. I do. I love you. Have fun working at the library. <laughs> We're just going to move on because we can kind of circle back to Rick and Morty in a few uh, in a few shows. Oh, all right. Next, we have one that's been near and dear to my heart for a few time for a few time for a while now. I can't talk today. It's okay. We all have those days. For me, it's every day though. Oh, period. It's every day, bro. <laughs> Enough about Jake Paul. Next, we have Futurama. Do you have any connections with Futurama? I've never seen Futurama. I know there's a robot in it. Oh, my gosh. You know Adventure Time? Yes. Jake the dog. Same voice for that robot. Oh. And I love that. Sometimes I'll hear audios, like, on TikTok. I'm like, is that Adventure Time or Futurama? I guess we'll never know. It's hard to figure out. It's hard. Okay, so Futurama. This one's a bit shorter, and I don't know why. It had, like, the shortest premise of any of these shows on Wikipedia. The longest one was The Simpsons, because for each show, it was like, oh, it's a paragraph. Some had, like, two paragraphs. For The Simpsons, it was, like, ten paragraphs split up into, like, characters, area, like, plots. Like, it was a lot. Breakdance. Okay. 
So Futurama is essentially a workplace sitcom, the plot of which revolves around the Planet Express Interplanetary Delivery Company and its employees, a small group that largely fails to conform to future society. Episodes usually feature the central trio of Fry, Leela, and Bender, though occasionally storylines center on the other main characters. That, I feel like that didn't give the show justice. On Wikipedia, you need to step your game up for Futurama. In Futurama's run, it has been canceled two separate times. So its original run was on Fox. It got canceled after, I don't even know the seasons, because there's different amounts of seasons, depending on how you count it because there's production seasons and then there's broadcast seasons what is the difference production seasons is like they produced this like these episodes as a season but they broadcasted it as a different number interesting so like there's more broadcast or there's less broadcast seasons than there are produced seasons because there was a whole season of like 16 episodes that were split into four movies Oh. So it's it's really weird. There's movies. <clears throat> yes. So it got canceled from Fox after, I think, four seasons. I'm just going to say four. Right. And then it got picked up by Comedy Central for a few seasons. Okay. But before that, they had the movies. And then it got canceled from Comedy Central. And now Hulu just picked it up. And it is premiering July 24th, the new season. Of this month. Of this month. Are you so excited? I am excited. I still need to finish the last season, though, that has come out. I see. You have a lot of media to catch up with. I have so much to do. This is my life. Media is my life. Period. I watched three movies yesterday. Oh. What movies? Um, The uh, Mitchells vs. the Machines. Okay. How do you feel about that movie? I've never seen it. Okay. Maddie said she saw it, and I don't think she necessarily liked it, but she said, it's cute. Okay. So I was like, okay. I was underwhelmed. And that's all I'll say. I watched uh, Evil Dead Rise. It was one of the most gory movies I think I've ever seen. I will f- stay away. It had four different colors of vomit. Moving on. <laughs> and then um, The Secret Life of Arietti, a Studio Ghibli movie. And then I have not seen it. So yeah, I did that. I don't so remember what I was saying. You'll watch the last episode of Futurama. I have the last season to watch. I'm like halfway through. Before. Before the it new comes one. out. Yes. On July 24th. Uh, Promo. Promo. Yeah. I have more here, but I'm going to skip that because I already said stuff. Okay. We're just going to keep going because we got lots to go still. Next we have King of the Hill. Once again, how do you feel about King of the Hill? King of the Hill. Um, I love you more than propane. I'm down <laughs> with it. Um, Who's your favorite character? Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby's a cl- I love a good Peggy. Love a good Peggy. Peggy. When she... <laughs> when her parachute didn't pull. Poor Peggy. I literally just saw that clip on TikTok and I was like, Ooh. I didn't realize that the instructor just dipped out. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, you're on your own, Peggy. <laughs> literally. And then... And that's what I've always said. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So King of the Hill is set in the fictional small town of Arlen, Texas. The show centers on the Hill family. King of the Hill. Hill family. A King of the Hill. King of the yeah, Hill. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Headed by the ever-responsible, calm, hardworking, loyal, disciplined, and honest propane and propane accessory salesman, Hank Hill. 
That was such a lovely little introduction. Like, why couldn't they do this for Chris? Why couldn't they do that for Chris? <laughs> Chris got like Chris, you're fat roasted. and useless. Chris, you're fat, ugly, stupid. Hank, we love you. Sell that propane, baby. <laughs> Hank is employed as the assistant manager at Strickland Propane, selling propane and propane accessories. Propane accessories. A frequent catchphrase. He often finds his traditional conservative values challenged by the changing world around him through his common decency always see- though oops oh. though his common decency I'm dyslexic sorry oh. his common decency oh. always sees him through I got there I got there Period. okay Period. Hank typically serves as the de facto leader for his uh friends and family his wife Peggy Hill is a substitute Spanish teacher Ooh. though she is a she has a poor grasp of the language. Mm. And I've always admired her for that. Like she you had a Spanish teacher like that. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm young. <laughs> I'm young and youthful still. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. Anyway. Peggy also finds employment uh, and ad avocation uh, 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 as a freelancer newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your glasses clonk on that. I can't talk. She finds employment and avocation as a freelance newspaper columnist for the Arlen Bystander, as well as a boggle champion. Period, Peggy. A notary public, Uh a softball pitcher, Uh and a real estate agent. A woman of many talents and gifts. She has so many hats. Except for skydiving. (laughs) Dead. Not really. (laughs) <laughs> she is confident frequently to the point of lacking self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Hank and Peggy's only child, Bobby Hill. Oh, Bobby oh, Hill. Bobby Hill. <laughs> That's my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> he is a student at Tom Landry Middle School. His characteristic lack of athletic and athleticism and interest in prop comedy and cooking are mystifying to his more conventional father but are encouraged by his mother see that was such a lovely intro for a goofy little boy i know like these characters got like the sweetest little things and in family guys like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) poor meg meg i feel like they did chris dirtier than they did meg well meg did her time meg she was in the trenches in that show she they wrote her character to almost to be have sex with Quagmire. You think they're hyping Meg up? Never. No, they never be. And I, I do feel, I feel bad for her. Okay, next up we got American Daddy. <clears throat> A series focuses. Oh, not Siri. My Siri went off. The series focuses on the the eccentric upper middle class Smith family in a fictionalized version of Langley, Virginia, and their four housemates. Father, husband, CIA agent, Republican, and breadwinner Stan. Period. <laughs> his wife <clears throat> His wife and homemaker slash housewife Francine, their liberal hippie college age daughter Haley, and their dorky high school age son steve there are four additional main characters including Haley's boyfriend and later husband jeff fisher the family's unusual goldfish klaus who has the brain of an east german athlete roger the alien who is a flamboyant hedonistic self-serving master of disguise and roger's ex-tumor son rogu i don't know that last one ex-tumor 
<laughs> what does that mean? X tumor son Rogu? I That's a pasta sauce. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna try and tell me that's a character. No. Pasta sauce. For some reason when you said pasta sauce, it didn't click in my mind. I thought creepy pasta. And I was like, like Rogu's a creepy pasta? Like ragu? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I got there. I got there. So I I haven't watched any of the of the Rogu X Tumor. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's up with that. I don't know. I'm sorry to this man, but I do not know. <laughs> Get back in the jar. <laughs> what? <laughs> the pasta sauce jar. I forgot. There's a table behind us now. Sorry. Don't you dare knock Sue Sylvester off. Wait, oh, oh gosh. you we can kind of see the wig on top of my head. <laughs> it looks like you got two hairs. Mm. Just two. One. <laughs> <laughs> Just two little. I, I just show up and it's just two little sprouts on my forehead. Call you Homer Simpson. Oh, period. <laughs> period. We're just gonna move on from American Dad. Next, we have Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Which I am. I am always embarrassed to be like, yeah, I watch Big Mouth. <laughs> I watched Big Mouth because I knew my mom didn't want me to watch Big Mouth. Jonica. I was rebellious. <laughs> rebellious. I watched Big Mouth because I was Russell bo- Sprout. I love Lola. I love Lola. Love Lola. I love Lola. Next season is their last one. Season six, right? Or season, yeah. What? I need to catch up on Big Mouth, I guess. Yeah, they always come out in the fall. I'm on it. I'll have a Big Mouth roll thing. <clears throat> I just... When I first read the synopsis of the show, I was like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. In for a while, right? What am I gonna get into? Yeah, little cub monsters and life's just Jizz crazy. demons. Yeah, like I watched season one and I was like, okay, this is this is an interesting show. It's a bit yeah. weird. And then I had to watch the rest because I was invested. You were. It's not like a oh, I love this show so much. It's so good. I'm just invested with the characters. Yes, Lola. She makes my heart turn. She does not get enough screen time anymore. Then what's the point? Like season three, season four, I think, is when she was like prime Lola. Season five, I think, is the one that just came out. She, I feel like she could have done more. Poor Lola. I could be wrong. They could be on season seven now. I don't know. The writers just are not eating her up. No, they and are they not. should be. Which is weird because the, the head writer is her. <laughs> oh. Nick Kroll plays every single person in that show. Oh, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Okay, so Big Mouth. <clears throat> the series follows a group of teenage seventh graders... I was 12 in the seventh grade. Yeah, I was like, that. they're not... I was always, not even a teenager. I, was, I think I was 11. <laughs> I don't know how old I was. <laughs> I, was I was young in my, in my class, though. This was I, summer birthday. I had a late summer birthday. So okay. I was like the youngest. August. Taylor. Wait, is that what you were talking about? No. Oh. You were just singing the month song. I was. <laughs> February. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, teenage seventh graders, including best friends Nick Birch and Andrew Glauberman. Yes. Yeah. As they, I hate Andrew. He annoys me. Hate him. As they navigate their way through puberty with struggles like masturbation and sexual arousal, all in the Westchester County suburbs of New York. Acting as an over-sexualized shoulder angels are the hormone monsters. Maurice... Connie, the hormone monstrous, uh-huh. and Mona. Connie. Connie. 
Throughout the series, the kids interact with people and objects who are often personified and offer helpful, yet confusing advice in their puberty-filled lives, including the ghost of Duke Ellington, a French-accented Statue of Liberty, a pillow capable of getting pregnant, a capsule of Adderall, and even Jesse's own vulva. (laughs) They seek out their destiny as puberty changes them mentally and physically. Now, personally... When I was in the seventh grade, I was trading Beyblades. So I cannot really say much about my experience as a seventh grader. I can say I did not have a hormone monster, monster on my shoulder. Did I, you? I, I can't remember anything past sophomore year of high school. So, <laughs> uh, But I know for sure I did not know what puberty was in the seventh grade. <laughs> well, not all these little children will, given they can just watch Big Mouth. Don't let your children walk big, watch Big Mouth for the love of God. Oh, but you know there are parents out there who do not have their children's Netflix accounts. Mm-hmm. Get them a kid's not. account. Get them a child's account, Mary. Put them on Bluey. Get them Bluey. And for the get them the Simpsons. That's the most tame thing on this list. Don't give them Big Mouth. I shouldn't have been watching Big Mouth, but mm-hmm. I ate it up. I was a crisp nineteen-year-old watching Big Mouth, and I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. I felt dirty, actually. <laughs> Some little kid probably would. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> okay, to group this in with Big Mouth, we have another show. Do you know about Human Resources? I don't. It's the spinoff, and it's all about the monsters. <gasps> so, <Goody. clears throat> Human Resources is a workplace comedy set in the world of the monsters from Big Mouth, in which the monsters are assigned to a group of adult humans, of human adults, as their representation of feelings. It, I think it's so much better than Big Mouth. Oh, period. It's so good. And then I just have... That was a, another little brief synopsis. So I get... I have a list of all the monsters, or most of the monsters that have been seen in Big Mouth and Human Resources. Okay. So I'm just going to go down the list. We have Hormone Monsters, Love Bugs, Hate Worms, Logic Rocks, Ambition Gremlins, Addiction Angels, Need Demons, Keith from Grief... Uh, empathy owls, shame wizards, anxiety mosquitoes, and anxiety armadillos. Oh, per. Uh, depression kitties, gratitude, uh, the menopause banshee, and the self harm walrus. That's why walruses are my favorite animal. <laughs> Morgan, I'm kidding. <laughs> so as you see, we have a, a colorful array of characters to watch in this show. Yes, I'll, I'll put you on. Human resources. Put it is good. It. it is the better half of Big Mouth, I would say. Sometimes with Big Mouth, I did find some jokes a little distasteful. Very true. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I I get down with a little sexual innuendo mm-hmm. for sure. I love a good distaste. But the cum sock was just a little bit too much for me. I think I blocked that. It, I, I, it was just a little too much. Wait. That was like in the first season when he like threw him in a dumpster. Yep. Oh, yep. And then they thought he was a murderer. Yep, 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 yep. That was a bit much. I was just like, let's tone it back a little bit, creators. They have these seven-year-old, seven-year-old, seventh graders. Seventh graders. Doing the most. Like, you were trading Beyblades. I don't even know what I was. I was playing with Legos. Yeah. Like. Still am. Can we not, like. (laughs) (laughs) Can we not give them a Lego set to do in this show? Like, just a a solid 30 minutes of them just click. (laughs) A Lego set of a penis. That's what they would do. So they could. 
learn anatomy i'm all about learning you know you gotta know Mm -hmm. the resources you gotta know what you're up against like i wish i would have had a good sex ed class in the seventh grade yeah instead i had to sit down with a pastor and say the word penis in front of him are you for real i'm traumatized wait (laughs) are you okay do you need professional therapy (laughs) yes but like i'm good (laughs) I'm gonna need a backstory on that at another time. Yeah, we'll we'll just keep going here, and we'll get back to that later. Off mic. <laughs> As I'm reading, I do not know the next three. Okay, okay. The next three are like goaded. Oh, we have one, two, three, four. We only have five more. We've been through ten. We have five Where's more. Oh, wait. Oh, six. Well, we'll wait patiently. I I had to save it for the last. End on a big note. Okay. Next we have Inside Job. Another controversial one. Canceled. Canceled. It's not controversial, I'd say. But it it did get canceled. Why? Everybody wants to know. This is the show I've seen on this list that has been canceled. And everybody's like, where is it? Why was it canceled? I think it was because it just didn't perform as good as they wanted it to. It's a Netflix original. And it is really good. Okay. Is it about men? Because they never perform the way I want them to. (laughs) inside job is a workplace comedy set in a world where many conspiracy theories are real it is centered on an american shadow government organization Mm. called cognito inc which is one of the six organizations that control the world the others being the illuminati Mm. the atlanteans the reptoids the catholic church and the juggalos the catholic church (laughs) (laughs) Uh, period though the catholic church does run a lot hashtag those little boys oh Singing penis. <laughs> it was Lutheran. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you went to St. Paul's. That's where it happened. I was like... We, we, we have to cut... Anyway. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the series follows a team led by... That was Janie. A team led by a tech genius and her new partner as they work in the organization alongside reptilian shapeshifters, a human-dolphin hybrid... And a sapient mushroom from Hollow Earth. What? I think I have seen a clip of this show. It's pretty good. Like, I think it's it's quite good. Okay. So some of the conspiracy theories that the some of the episodes, like, center around are JFK's assassination. Starting big. Starting reptilian big shapeshifters. One. Flat Earth. The moon landing. Lizard people are real. Mm-hmm. The, the person on the plane. That motherfucker back there is not real. Lizard people are real. One of my favorite podcasts, the Lizard People Podcast. Period. It's all about conspiracy theories. It's so good. You need to watch it. I'm, I'm on or it. Listen. It's good. It's I'm good. On okay. Um, the Stone Ape Theory and the Mandela Effect, oh. along with many others, but like those are come kind of some of the uh, episodes that center around it. Uh-huh. I think it got canceled after two seasons. I think there's like 19 episodes total, but it's so oh. good. Like, I'd recommend it. Is it streaming anywhere? Is it just gone? It's on Netflix. Oh. It's a Netflix original, so it's going to be on Netflix for, like, ever. But it's really good. So sad it got canceled. Actually, these next three are all Netflix original. All canceled, all Netflix originals. Netflix, stop making adult shows. I found a pattern. No, they don't need to stop making adult shows. They need to, like, prioritize adult shows over the crappy Hallmark bullshit they got going on. Hey. No offense. Hey, now. What what shows do you like on Netflix? Sweet Magnolias. I've heard things about that. I haven't watched it. It's a that. good show. Okay. Okay. Any others? Um, no. 
Okay. We'll get to the media of the week. At the end. Uh, we'll get to the <gasps> I forgot to do weekly recap. I don't care. Per. Next, we have Midnight Gospel. A gr- I love this one. I don't think this was so much canceled as it was just meant for one season. Oh. I don't really know about the production of like, this one. Like, there wasn't, like, a backup. Like, it can, it's going to continue. It's just, like, a long movie. Well, this one, no, this one's just, like, really interesting. I'll, I'll, you'll see why. <clears throat> okay, so the Midnight Gospel revolves around a space caster, or, like, a podcaster just in space. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, named Clancy Gilroy, uh, who lives in the chromatic ribbon, a membranous tape-like planet situated in the middle of a colorful void where simulation farmers use powerful bioorganic computers to simulate a variety of universes from which they harvest natural resources and new technology. That's a mouthful. I understand that's a lot to take. That's a lot to take in. I can understand that. That was a lot thrown at you all at once. It's okay. I can read. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Each episode revolves around Clancy's travels through planets within the simulator with the beings inhabiting these worlds as the guests in his interviews for his pod or space cast. These interviews are based on actual interviews with real audio derived from Trussell's podcast, the Duncan Trussell family hour. The episodes typically end with an apocalyptic event from which Clancy barely manages to escape. So it like this show is so good because it wasn't like they planned these episodes and filmed for it. I think there was a few parts where they probably no. had to like film some audio for it. But all of the talking in it is completely cut and pasted from this guy's podcast. And they just like animated the show oh. around it. And it's really because like the topics of the of the episodes are like deep and like they're about death. And it's really good. My favorite. <laughs> I made one of my old coworkers. I won't name names. Watch one of the episodes, and I I made her cry with it. She was crying over the episode. Cool. I felt bad. Making ladies cry. It was. It's such a good show. Like the guy that did the podcast and made the show, his mother died of cancer, and the last the one the last episode of the show is the podcast episode that he did with her before she died. Oh. And it's literally so like insightful and beautiful. Like she's talking about death in this like beautiful poetic way. It is so good. I would recommend watching at least that last episode where he talks to his mom. It's really good. That is so sad. So that's why I don't know if it was like canceled or if it was just meant for this one season. Cause it was literally just pulled from right. a podcast. Have a lot of... Yeah. But I, th- oh. if that's, like if i recommend like three shows off this whole list that's one of them that is one that i would recommend for real mm-hmm. it is so good <laughs> compared to that we have q force next oh. q force also known as queer force <laughs> is a group of undervalued lgbt super spies and is centered on a gay secret agent who is like james bond steve merriweather also known as agent mary is it not lgbtq it is Oh, I, I guess they just left out the Q in the Wikipedia. Hater. It's literally called Q Force. Maybe that's why they left the Q out. Because they already got the Q. They don't need to say it there. R.I.P. The queers. <laughs> You're uh, one of them queers. You're girly pop. <laughs> As they try to prove themselves on personal and professional adventures, one day Mary decides to prove himself to the American Intelligent Agency, also the AIA, which is who he works for. Yes. Uh, they tend, He tries to solve a case and get the approval of the agency, but they have to add a new member to the team, a straight man, <gasps> who is played by David Harbour. <gasps> Daddy. <laughs> Not anymore. 
Nice skinny. Um, I love him. Bring back Fat Hopper. Bring him back. Why'd y'all have to make him go to the Russians? I can understand he was in prison, but like. But why was he prisoned, huh? Mm-hmm. He was just trying to do the right thing and save his little daughter. Freaking Russians. Hopper and Joyce forever. Love you, Putin. Pookie. <laughs> Pookie Putin. <laughs> okay, so Q Force. Anyway, back to the queers. Back to the queers. Q Force was canceled after the first season, probably again because it didn't perform like they wanted it to. Never does. Nobody ever does. Like, what? Like, I think it was Rick and Morty. I said it's just a good show to watch. Turn your brain off and just uh. just chill. Period. It's a good one to do that. Like, it's all right. It's okay. It's mid. It's mid. It is okay. Next, we have Solar Opposites. Ooh. Have you heard of this one? I don't think so. This is, again, made by Justin Roiland. Circling back to Rick and Morty, like I said earlier. The rapist. I think so. I don't know. I don't remember what he did. Okay. He did something bad, and I don't like that guy. I think I did something bad. What is so good? <laughs> okay, so Solar Opposites centers around Terry, Corvo, Jesse, and Yum Yalak. A f- okay, so again, we're gonna put a pin in this for a second. Yumulak is played by a a guy who do you know the Goldbergs? Uh, yes, sir. The uh, 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 I used to watch the Goldbergs so much. The the youngest Adam Adam reminds me of Wyatt. <gasps> yes, yes, I've always said that. Adam is Wyatt. The guy that plays Adam plays Yumulak. Yumulak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the guy from Rick and Morty has been awaiting trial charges of corporal injury, false imprisonment by menace, fraud, violence, or deceit against women. And I don't like him. Whore. <laughs> this is the one instance where it's okay to slut shame. Slut shame bad people. Slut! <laughs> when Emma slut shames Will and Glee. <gasps> You're a slut, Will. And he is down with Will Schuster. He was down bad and he can go to hell. And Matthew Morrison, you know what you've done. Not even Will Schuster. Matthew Morrison, you go. You are grinding up against high schoolers. Gay. Gay. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Solar Opposites. A family of aliens who crash land on Earth and are forced to stay there, often uh, disagreeing on whether this is a good thing. The family comes from the planet Schlorp. An advanced alien world that sent out 100 ships to colonize new planets shortly before its destruction. The show features parallel storylines, the most prominent of which a society of humans shrunk down by the replicant Yemulak and imprisoned in the terrarium known as The Wall. Starting in the third season, another storyline follows a group of intergalactic corrupt alien officers known as the Silver Cops that routinely arrest and brutalize Schlorpians fleeing from the destruction of their home worlds. Sounds like America. <laughs> Young pig cops. Period. <laughs> okay. I, I honestly don't think what I said there really gave justice to the show. It's yeah, good. I do not understand. Yeah. But that's okay. If you watch the episode, literally the intro just explains everything. And it's like, okay, now we're just having a fun time. I will say Solar Opposites is the better 
kind of like human resources to big mouth solar opposites is the better version of rick and morty it came after and it's better okay and the way that they're going about because like they can't use justin roiland's voice anymore and he voiced um corvo from the show the way they went about it is he got his throat got slit i think (gasps) or he got hit in the throat and his voice didn't work anymore so they used the voice changing ray and now he has a british voice to that British man voicing him. Saving the day. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for taking the job of a terrible man. Thank you. We support the Brits. <laughs> we support the Brits. <clears throat> We're going to move on to the last two. So good. She can stay. The hydro flask. Okay. <clears throat> Flaccid piece. Moving on. Sorry. I'm Brittany Frosky. (laughs) Love you. Moving on, we have Bojack Horseman. Do you know Bojack Horseman? I do know Bojack Horseman. Have you watched all of it? I have not watched (gasps) all of it. How much have you watched? Like four episodes. You stopped before it got good. We'll we'll get into it. Okay. Bojack Horseman. The series is set in an alternate world where humans and anthropomorphic animals live side by side. This is the only thing in my life where the word anthropomorphic has been said so many times. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever used this word so many times in my life. Oh, here we go. Anyway. Okay. Taking place mostly in Hollywood, the name is changed after the D is stolen from the Hollywood sign. Ugh. Bojack Horseman is the washed up star of the 1990s sitcom Horse and Around, which centered around a young bachelor horse trying to raise three human children who had been orphaned, now living in relative obscurity in his Hollywood Hills mansion. Bojack plans a mon- monumental comeback to celebrate to celebrity relevance Oops, with a tell-all autobiography to be written by ghost writer Diane Nguyen. At the same time, he deals with his addiction to alcohol and other drugs and the resulting recklessness. Bojack also has to uh, contend with the demands of his agent and former girlfriend, Princess Carolyn, the misguided antics of his freeloader roommate, Todd Sanchez, and his former rival, Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter. Nick, Patty, whack, give a dog a bone. Ruff. Sorry, I just had to make sure we were still filming. Uh, no. We're still recording. Now, wouldn't have that just been terrible? I would have killed myself. So, Bojack Horseman. I, again, if I had three shows to recommend off this list, this is the second. Of the what's bo- the first? The first was um, Midnight Gospel. And then, what's the third going to be? We're getting there. We're getting there. <clears throat> Bojack Horseman is so good. It starts off really goofy silly, the first few yes. episodes you watched. It gets really deep and has like a very good through line through the all seasons. It's so good. Like, I would recommend it highly. This is, again... A Netflix original that did not get canceled. (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) And this synopsis I gave, this is kind of just like the first season. Yeah. And it starts off so silly because when they started it, they did not know where it was going to go. Oh. They just started in a really goofy area and it got like so deep and serious by the end. Highly recommend that's what I actually love about media is you see how it progresses into fitting into like mm-hmm. the little holes that it yeah. is. Like the pilot episodes are always just so like. Eh. The, I will say the only pilot episode that I've ever watched and been like, this is what the show is, is Glee. Yep. That pilot episode of Glee is the best yep, pilot yep, yep. I've ever seen. So I good. would also 
say Stranger Things. That is good too. I loved Stranger Things. It is I love that quite show. good. It's my favorite show. We'll bring you back when the next season comes out. Perfect. And then we can do a full series synopsis. Period, period. Because it's the last season. Bojack Horseman. I'll take a watch. Okay. Lastly, you can see I did the most here for the show. Period, period. For Miss Bob's Burgers. Oh, you! I said it before you started drum rolling. That is okay. <laughs> I love, I love Bob's Burgers. Love it so much. Okay, we'll just get into this. <clears throat> the animated series centers on the Belcher family, which consists of Bob, his wife Linda, and their children, Tina, Jean, and Louise. Please. The family runs a burger restaurant. But this is your family. What? You're Louise. I am. Why it's Jean. Maddie's Tina. It's your family. It's my family. Oh my gosh. My dad is kind of quiet and reserved. Wade. And slightly Bob. bisexual. <laughs> Maybe. Wade? My mom isn't as funny as Linda. Though. Oh. Linda is But like, just... it, it's impossible to top Linda. Linda oh. is so up there. Like, nobody could do it. Her little dance. <laughs> I love her uh, Thanksgiving song. Linda! Anyway. Wait, no. I like her Thanksgiving song, but I also love running down the gutter with a piece of bread and butter diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. That's a good one. That's a good that. one. When she, when she got arrested. <laughs> There's like so many instances when they show doing? you can name. It, it's so good. Linda. Um, the family runs a burger restaurant, Bob's Burgers, on Ocean Avenue in an unnamed New Jersey seaside community, informally known as Seymour's Bay, among the writer staff. So I guess it's never been named, but the the writers have named it Seymour's Bay. Suddenly Seymour. Episodes typically follow the family's experiences running the restaurant, interacting with the eccentric members of their community, and navigating being a working-class family and business owners. Business owners. Episodes will sometimes involve a single storyline involving all of the Belchers, or will have the Betcher. have two <laughs> Betchers, two simultaneous stories for different groups of the family. The family members interact with many reoccurring characters who are also residents of the town. Bob's Burgers has a few regulars, most frequently Mort from the neighboring crematorium, and handyman Teddy. Teddy! Teddy! I am Teddy. You are Teddy. <laughs> I give Teddy. You also give Tina. <laughs> like, I never know if I should take that as a compliment or an uh, insult. You know what? You just take that as you will. I'll just take it. <laughs> take it. You're gonna what? You're gonna what? You're gonna be how your wife was when I came in. <laughs> Insert the picture. Uh, uh, the restaurant has to compete with several other local eateries uh, for business. I've lost all train of thoughts. <clears throat> Bob's biggest rival, Jimmy Pesto, who owns an Italian restaurant called Jimmy Pesto's Pizzeria, which is located directly across the street, is generally more successful, creating tension between the two owners. However, that voice actor for Jimmy Pesto was found at January 6th insurrection, got the boot. Did you know about that? No. He got fired because he he had something to do with that. He was at the Capitol on January 6th. Oh, with with the Trump rioters. Yes. He was there. So he got the can. Jimmy Pesto. More like Jimmy in jail. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of. Yeah, I couldn't think. (laughs) Jimmy Pesto, Jimmy prosecuted. There, we got there. We did it. Period. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. As well as assisting in the restaurant, the Belcher children also attend Wagstaff School. Several episode plot. Oh my gosh, plot lines involve the children's escapades in and out of school. 13-year-old Tina, at the beginning of adolescence, struggles with her attraction to boys. The most common target of her affections is the Pesto's young eldest son, Jimmy Pesto Jr. 11-year-old Jean strives to be a musician, very often carrying a keyboard and noodling noodling with it. Noodling. I've never heard of that. Noodling? I don't know what noodling means. I don't know. Okay. Nine-year-old Louise is the scheming troublemaker seeking revenge, riches, or adventure. Often dragging her siblings along, she puts on a face of fearlessness but is still afraid of some things, such as the dentist. We love her. We're the same person. Like this. Truly, truly. My fingers are intertwined. And I'm honored. I love Louise. Attention! Finishing up with Bob's Burgers here. We have Bob's Burgers makes occasional use of musical numbers. The closing sequence uses different soundtracks each episode from season two, a different animation played alongside the credits. I love love Bob's Burgers. It is. That is my last recommended one from here. We have The Midnight Gospel, BoJack Horseman, Bob's Burgers. Mine would be Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons probably. You have three. Oh. Um, it doesn't have to be off King this of list. The Hill. Too. Okay, I was about to say it doesn't have to be off this list. You could name something else too. I also have a list of honorable mentions that oh. like are popular animated adult shows that just didn't make the cut for me. Uh. We have Velma. Have you heard of that one? Uh-uh. It came out last year. Sucks. Oh, it's about Scooby Doo, but Velma. <gasps> yes, I have heard of it. It sucks. <clears throat> the Boondocks, Smiling Friends, Tuca and Birdie. Good one. That's a good one. Robot Chicken, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Samurai Jack, Clone High, another good one, Daria, Happy Tree Friends, The Cleveland Show, and Beavis and Butthead. The Cleveland Show. I have seen that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there were, those were just a few. I just didn't want to leave out anything and get canceled by the adult community. Oh. Moving on. We have a ranker. Her. We have a ranker. I just got to get it all set up. Give, give me a second. Give me a second. I did, movie. I did make this myself. I did make this myself. You made it yourself. All right. This is a setup. Oh, you have. Oh, last time you were here, we didn't have this setup. No, oh my gosh. Didn't I didn't realize. Songs. We did. We should have. We should have. We could for fun. Just I think the day. first one we ever did the ranking with with the guest was Grace with Taylor Swift. Grace Lee, I love you. My yeah. heart goes is out for you. We go out for you, Grace. Suddenly Seymour. Sorry, I gotta record my screen first. <laughs> and what we have fourteen minutes on there? Thirteen? We gotta run through these. Oh uh, I don't particularly only... enjoy running. You and me both. I'm a I'm a jogger. Jogger till I die. I'm a good walker. Oh, purr. Okay, I believe we're recording. Okay. I've gotta make sure we're recording everything. Insert here. I just got to give myself that little note. (laughs) Okay. So here we have, we'll go through categories first. We have masterful art in the top tier. Yes. Right on that, we have binged. Because it's it's not not like top, but like I watched the whole thing. Yeah. We have 
I've seen better. Then we have, oh, you're here. Uh, who are you? If you like, just don't really know it. And then dumpster garbage. Dumpster garbage. Dumpster garbage. Okay. So we're going to start off strong here with American Dad. Where would you put American Dad? I've seen better. I, I would have to agree with that. I would agree with that. Moving on to Big Mouth here. This is where I kind of get. I would not call it masterful art. No. But I have binged Big Mouth. I have. Been, that's where it gets kind of difficult. Because it's like, is it better than American Dad? Just because I've seen all of it and I binged it. But like, I, I feel. I think it is better than American Dad. I do too. But I also just feel wrong putting it so high. Because it is such. it is a trash dumpster garbage show. But it it's is. entertaining. And I've watched all of it. Yes. So I think just for that fact, it she will be binged. She will be. Bob's Burgers. Masterful. Masterful. Art. Masterful art. Masterful. Masterful art. Art. Now, whatever you say about Bojack Horseman, I'm going to override you and put it in masterful art. <laughs> I say masterful art. Well, look at that. I think we agree. Masterful art, Bojack Horsey. Period. Next, we have Family Guy. Mm. binged or i've seen better yeah i or oh you're here for me i feel like family guy is that show that i if i'm desperate Mm -hmm. maybe i'll pull up a maybe i'll pull it up like family guy to me is like i need to sit down and eat but i need to watch something so i just need to put something on my tv yes ipad that's me yeah like i'll throw on family guy to be like i so i can have something while i watch so like Oh, you're here. I've seen better. I'm going to go, oh, you're here, but I'm putting it above American Dad because I think I like it a little bit better. I, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Next, we have Futurama. Masterful art. <laughs> You've never seen it. <laughs> binged. I'm going to say binged. Up next, Human Resources. Again, you haven't seen it. I haven't it. seen it. I'm going to put it in binged as well. Okay. But above Big Mouth. Above Big Mouth because you said it was better. I... Highly preferred over Big Mouth. I trust you. Next we have Inside Job. I uh, haven't seen it either. <laughs> where would you put it? Like, if you would watch, what do you, just from that picture here, we'll zoom in, see what you get the vibes of. That's as far as I can zoom in. Can your eyes see that? I would probably put it at, I've seen better. Okay. Just because I like the little fly man. That's a moth man. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the main character here? Per. Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll throw it here. I'm going to put it between American Dad. Because, like, again. Not better than Family Guy. No. No. Because it's just a classic, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Up next, we got Mr. King of the Hill. Binged. Binged. Above Futurama. I, I can agree with that. I, last year, went through a resurgence of King of the Hill. Oh, where correct. I was so sick of it. Because it was like. Bobby. My dad watched it like every night religiously when I was a kid. So I was like, I can't watch this show. Uh-uh. And then last year I started first season. It is so funny. I love King of the Hill. So funny. I do. I watched it with my grampy. <laughs> Your grampy? My grampy. <laughs> when I a was a little guy. Up next we have your favorite show, Q-Force. Queer. Uh... And just like, just so we know, we are not in Florida. We cannot. We can't. We can't say gay. We can say gay. 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 Thank you. Where are you uh, throwing Q-Force? I'm going to say, just for fun, above American Dad. <laughs> really? 
I just think it's fun. It's about queer people. Oh, okay. I was going to say, oh, you're here? Oh, yeah. Put it there. then. Rick and Morty. 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 Um, I would put Rick and Morty and I've seen better. Okay. I'm going to put it at the low end. Yeah. Because, like, it is an interesting show, but I have seen better. I have seen better. I have seen better. Like Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or Bobby's Burgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby. Yes, 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 yes. Up next, we have Miss Solar Opposites. This is a real fun one. I would recommend it as well. If I had a fourth option, this would be my fourth. Oh. There's a squirrel outside. You want to put it in binged or above or right behind Family Guy? I'm going to put it in binged above Futurama. But not above King of the Hill. No, because there's just something so classic and hilarious about King of the Hill. That mm-hmm. like subtle humor of it is so good. Solar Opposites is more like in-your-face humor. I see. But it's still really good. South Park. <laughs> South Park. Uh, whatever, whatever. Whatever. I, I'm personally going to say Dumpster Garbage. I would agree. I do not care for South Park. Like, I think there are people that love it. I understand that. It can be funny at times. It is, it's so much. I feel like there is a difference between comedy and then just like... Shock value. Shit-faced. Yeah. We're just, I'm just going to say what I want whenever I want. Say what I want. Try to like get a laugh because like I'm being so random. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's the show that I just sit there and I go, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have Midnight Gospel. Is this what you were expecting it to look like? No. It's so good. Uh, we I say above Family Guy. Okay. I, I can agree. I can agree. Per. It, it is a lot to take in when you watch it because it's like so colorful, but they're like talking about like like drugs, death. So like it's a lot. I see. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll have to give it a watch. I love those topics. Yeah, me too. Me too. And finishing us off here, we have the OG, the classic, The Simpsons. Right behind BoJack, in my opinion. It is. It's a classic. It's really good. The Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons is just so unproblematic to me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I be getting. I be giggling. I be giggling and chuckling. Giggling and chuckling. Per. And, like once you get into like season, I want to say like season three past that point and then up to a certain point where uh-huh. it gets the more recent ones are kind of like mm, still good but it's like eh. there's just yeah. something so good about like not the very first seasons but like getting into like the the like mid right mid like five For that, sure. that kind of area it, it where it's really good i love the simpsons me too so good but bob's burgers is still top tier uh, Bob's Burgers will always top that girl. Bob's Burgers. So good. Okay, so here we have, don't look at all my ads. It's all Legos. <laughs> my gosh. My computer, Interesting. My computer really said, we know you. For for you, Paige. For you. Here is our ranking of adult animation shows. Yep. And we are the most credible sources. Yes, we are. I'm going to send you this little link after we're done here so you can make your own and I'll make my own and we'll post it on the gram. If you do not follow the gram, we do post 
Also, I didn't address this. This is our episode back after a two-week break that I didn't anticipate. So, so Morgan, thank you for coming and thank joining so me today. Thank you so much for having me. Because Janie is tied up. <laughs> I cannot wait to come back to film. Glee Part 2. Glee Part 2. Because... Funny story. Cole asked me if I would come on for Glee Part 2. That was like a month and a half We were ago. going to film it June 21st. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is that date? It is July 13th. And I have not started a single episode I binged, of Glee. I binged watched season two in preparation. Made my own little notes. So stay tuned for that episode. And I'll be back. She'll be back sooner than you think. And Janie will be Hopefully. untied by that. She'll be untied and she'll be sitting in this spot. And I will be in that over spot there. over there, in that chair. Per. In my Coach Beast outfit. Stay I... tuned. Pre transition. <laughs> this has been the Mostly Media Podcast. We talk media mostly. mostly and adult animation, but not the pornographic kind. Because we're not icky. No. Thank you for watching. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>